0: Welcome back to Guna Fanzine TV, where we've got a little bit of a change of scene this week. We're away from our usual Galazio London, and we're at the Old Red Line in Islington. Uh, last night we watched Arsenal versus Chelsea, a really dramatic game, and there's been a lot of talking points. So we'll get straight into all of those. I'm joined by Leif, Serge Boy, and Dan the Man Mountney. Uh, Leif, I'll come to you first. I mean, after David Luiz's red card, there was—it just was a really determined. Gritty performance, wasn't it? I mean, I know you were really impressed, and you were really happy to see that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, really good point, Toby. Yeah, it was. Um, it was just really, really refreshing to see an Arsenal team show courage, determination, character, um, a, a, a sort of will to win, a refusal to be defeated. Um, yeah, I've been sort of watching Arsenal and Chelsea since '85, and um, it was one of the most enjoyable performances. Um, obviously we didn't get three points, but at the same time it felt like a win. Yeah. Dan said it, Dan said as well last night as well, and um, it was just really, really heartening to see the progress made by um, an Arsenal side under Arteta. They competed for every ball. They refused to accept. They were just their 10 men against a very good Chelsea side going forwards, um, and they just kept going with two superlative goals from Martinelli and um, Bellerin. Dan and myself were in, um, you know, the press presses afterwards, basically, and um, Frank Lampard thought was. He, he speaks well and he's obviously got a big history with Chelsea. And you know, we watched him, and he was a good player and everything. But I um, thought he was really disingenuous when he said there were two soft goals. I can understand what he's saying in terms of you know, a right back cutting on his left and, and curling it past the keeper, but they weren't soft goals, yeah. they, they were fantastic goals from an point of view. Martinelli basically picked the ball up on the, on the edge of his box, ran straight through, although Kante slipped, he still had to finish. And it was just such a cool, cool finish from an 18 year old, basically. And then obviously. Bellerin's equaliser as well when when we thought we were we were down and out. So one with six minutes to go. So it was it was wonderful. And I've just got to make a point about their way fans as well. Oh, yeah. As I say, sat in the press box at, at Stamford Bridge, you're, you're quite near the pitch. You're, you're behind the dugout, so you can see. You know, we could see Arteta kicking every ball. You could see the instructions. You could see the fact that it um, sort of told Holding to warm up, and he was going to put him on for the first half. And then obviously he decided against it because he didn't want to send a negative sort of message to the team basically. And then. Um, he could see everything, and you could certainly hear the 3,000 Gooners in the away end, and it was just absolutely tremendous. Yeah, absolutely yeah. tremendous. One yeah. of my favourite away games this season, basically, and um, one of my favourite games at Chelsea over the last 30 odd years, basically. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, that's a really interesting point, actually. I mean, Serge, tactically, when that, when Luis was sent off, you'd expect a centre back to be brought on, as like you said, holding. Yeah. That, I mean, what, when, when he was sent off, what were you expecting watching that?
2: Well, I mean, uh, if we go back to the Emory period, every time a substitute was made, he would stick to it yeah. he didn't change his mind he didn't focus or waver he just went no you're coming on that's it and it was quite nice to see Arteta going actually hold on the momentum's with us Martin proving because it was of that was going to come off and they were going to do that and then they kind of went actually hold on a second and it was quite nice to actually see him change his mind keep it going the way it was. Yeah. it was it and was, it was really nice to sort of see I mean obviously we all know Leif and he, he loves how deep our bench is and um, obviously <laughs> <laughs> is <that you>? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not quite sure what you mean by that <laughs> anyway, because uh, you mentioned the other week about, you know, it was a quite strong bench. Obviously, our bench isn't, isn't deep enough to really cover <laughs> the 11. is isn't strong enough to really make an impact on the game. So I think he actually did really well by not utilizing the bench until, like, the very end of the game when he just wanted to hold out for that 2-2, which is really quite refreshing to see. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. one of the important things you have to uh, sort of look at with our team is we didn't start off with a favorable 11 that we would have started normally anyway because, you know, Bellerin wasn't match fit, really. Because you know, he saw the 70th minute, he looked like he was kind of tuckered out and really wanted to sort of just tail it off. So it was actually quite impressive that he did get the goal when he did. Because you know, had it been Emery, Emery would have pulled him off earlier because he looked like he was sort of at the end of his fitness. So yeah. Yeah. I think Arteta showed a huge amount of um, sort of ingenuity and um, sort of experience for yeah, a man yeah, that's yeah, not for really for a, for a man that's yeah. not really had much our last podcast title was about his inexperience
0: wasn't it and
2: now i think he showed a lot of experience in watching the players play and i think what was important about him is he was managing from a almost like a player's perspective where he saw the way they were playing they were playing together really well strongly with a lot of energy a lot of impetus together and i think he realized that actually i don't want to change this because if i change the formation now you could completely collapse and we could concede more I mean, he, he he
3: said he said he didn't want to send a negative message by no. bringing on a defender obviously Granite Jacker went in central defense but I completely agree about not wanting to put out a negative basically message to the players because yeah. in that situation you have to try and be positive you can't you can't sit back in that situation with 10 men like you, especially 1-0 down you have to go and try and win the game basically yeah they only had two shots mm-hmm. and scored both of them but there there was there was that positivity going forward I thought yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So it, for me, it was the right thing to do by not bringing on Holding. I thought he would, but fair play to him. He made the right call. And as you mentioned, you know, he was kind of on the fly. He changed his mind. He did the same with Maitland-Niles uh, and Nketiah as well late on. So, yeah, it, it shows that Arteta is growing as a manager. Obviously, there's still m- so much more to come from him. But last night was just filled with so many positives. Like, yeah. Obviously, there is still things to improve defensively. I'm sure we'll come on to Mustafi's mistake um, and the way we switched off for the second goal. But, you know, there's so many positive signs. Yeah, yeah, I think
2: it's something you need to look into as well. When when you look at the uh, the squad we had, they kind of previously would have crumbled. And I think yeah. Yeah. Shaka moving into that defensive role, all of us were kind of like, OK, fine, that's a good stopgap, yeah. but surely he won't last 90 minutes. But he actually managed to do that 90 minutes fairly cohesively. Yeah. I mean, He's it was really like Emery's, la- Emery's last game where he put David Luiz in uh, defensive midfield, and that kind of worked. Yeah. So it feels as though like some of our players are a little bit more sort of... Um, Multitasking than we actually give them credit for yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah i mean let's let's talk Xhaka. i mean that was i think that's one of the most interesting talking points that's come out of this game is his sort of turnaround from where he was at the end of the emery era hmm. to come in now and he's able to fill in i mean that it's hard to say but he's like a captain's performance in a lot of ways <laughs> yeah, <yeah>. rather ironically <laughs> yes very <laughs> good point yeah. so, i mean what yeah, really impressive. Seems
1: slot in so well. was yeah. so disciplined. Isn't yeah, he? absolutely. I mean, as Dan said last week, I don't think a few of us, myself included, owe Jack for an apology because I, I thought <laughs> he'd never play again for the Arsenal basically <laughs> after the Palace game, the two-two. Check his temperature. He's not feeling <laughs> alright. <laughs> Why well, have you got sixteen layers on? It's not even cold. <laughs> <laughs> some some, pe- some people way. aren't blessed. Some <laughs> people aren't blessed with natural layers like <laughs> 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 I'm just fully padded here, mate. <laughs> anyway, you, you walrus. <laughs> <laughs> Why, thank you. That's right. Any <laughs> anyway, back, back to Jacka. Um, yeah, yeah, because, you know, he, he, like you say, he, he did perform a bit of a captain's, um, you know, role last night, really. Um, obviously, we, me and Dan were talking about this on Saturday at the, Sh- the Sheffield United game. We've got a WhatsApp group and we've sort of having a bit of a tactical discussion during the game. You guys were on it as well. When yeah. um, Jacka kept dropping back into the back line on Saturday okay. when Louise went forward. And I was trying to work out whether oh. it's five at the back, whether he's playing three centre Rs with the two wing backs. Um, and obviously, when Louis was pushed forward, it was a straight back four. But the fact that Zaka was absolutely dropping back into the defence, so maybe you know he he drew on that last night because he he was brilliant for sixty odd minutes. Mm-hmm. Basically, he was absolutely fantastic. He was his positioning was good. He was he was strong in the air. He was he was um, he showed real character in, in the sort of thou shalt not pass attitude. Um, he was he, he was showed leadership as well. Um, it was just really really heartening to see along with every other player, basically. But to see Xhaka do that, I mean, we all said like two or three weeks ago, he was on his way to Hertha Berlin. And Hertha Berlin was 13th in the Bundesliga at the time. You know, and he, he actively got his agent to basically talk about, you know, he transfer stories saying he wanted to go. Yeah. Arteta last night was asked, you know, about yeah. it. And Arteta said straight away, I wanted him from day one, which yeah, shows did, yeah. great man management skills, great emotional intelligence from Arteta. To basically put his arm around a player who was completely disgruntled, completely fed up of playing for Arsenal because of what happened, and, and from my point of view, I, I thought he should never play again because of what he did <laughs> at that Palace mm. game in terms of di- sort of disgracing the captaincy. But but Arteta has turned it around. He's completely rehabilitated him and he's revitalised him. Yeah. Like the performance last night, it was absolutely stunning to be fair. Do
3: you know what I think with Xhaka? I think he's a good leader, but he's not captain material. Yeah. If. Not not to put him or any other current player in the Arsenal squad on this kind of level, but if you look at the the best Arsenal teams they've ever been, Tony Adams was the best leader, hence why he was captain. But you have people like Lee Dixon, Nigel Winterburn, um you know, people like Alan Smith, who are leaders. They're not captain, but they're leaders. You need you need leaders around the captain. You can't just have one leader and one captain. As I say, not to put him on that level because he's he's not basically. Yeah. But I think I think he is a good leader. Yeah. I mean, I don't think he was. I think the captaincy was too much for him. I think. You yeah. Know, I don't think he was cut out for it. But I think he has he has got that thing that thing within him where he, you know when they're in a bit of a sticky situation, he'll step up and yeah, it'll will really command the situation yeah. like he did last night. Oh, but
1: to, just to clarify, I'm not suggesting Jacka should be oh yeah ca- considered <laughs> captain We're <laughs> I'm not yeah, going to flip back not. and forth for me. he's never going to be considered as captain again basically and I still don't think he's got a long term future at Arsenal give it this summer if there's a bit of of money to be spent potentially they could bring in a a better defensive midfielder but that's not taking away anything he did last night basically so that's my disclaimer I
0: think he could be a long term he could be a fairly valuable squad member because if he's we're being told that he's a real leader in the dressing room and I think we can believe that now and he's an on form leader in the dressing room means a happy leader in the dressing room Mm -hmm. that's a really positive thing to have isn't it
2: it is but, I mean, like look, like I said last week, when I said it would take a lot of time for him to earn my forgiveness, I mean, last night's performance makes mo- moves a long way towards yeah. that. Yeah. But I think in terms of him sort of having the dressing room control, problem Miz, judging by the fact, you know, the Emory period was bad, it shows that he doesn't have the tenacity to actually keep his confidence up and yeah. to keep yeah. his positive attitude yeah. up. He's obviously as frustrated about the whole thing as everyone else is. Whilst you look at someone like Bellerin, Bellerin was always... Positive character throughout the bad, throughout the good, through the thin. He is the kind of management material you look at. You don't uh, captain material. You don't look at Shaka and think, oh, he's he's a sensible man that thinks happy times. Uh, when uh, when times are good, you keep it going. When times are bad, you need to g up the entire team. Shaka wasn't doing that. Whilst Bellerin has been doing that all the time. Yeah, yeah, fair um, point. The only actual side point is I don't know if you saw on Instagram was 367 days ago when Bellerin was injured. It was Shaka that went down first to greet him. As soon as he scores, Shaka okay. was the first person that came to him okay. yesterday after uh, the Chelsea game. It was actually the exact same pose. So this time, Sch- uh, better was standing up to on the
1: floor. Oh, uh, is that right? Yeah. Okay, so I wonder they, they've I'm obviously right.
2: got quite a strong bond, which does show a lot of you know team camaraderie together, which is obviously... Really helped fostering team positivity, and you know, the result we got yesterday you wouldn't have seen under Emery, I don't think. Yeah. No, so that yeah. is really yeah. impressive yeah.
3: that Jackal was the first man there purely because if you watch Celebration back, everyone else is just running around in different directions, <laughs> <laughs> there was no yeah. yeah. cohesion yeah. whatsoever. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the foresight, yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. yeah, I mean, let's talk about the captain on the pitch that night, he's the vice captain of Arsenal or the second captain, one of four, yeah, one, <laughs> one, of, four, yeah. one of three <laughs> vice captains. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Everyone's a captain, <laughs> but
3: before before you go on to Bellerin there's one thing I want to say on Jackal, which I don't think many people notice, but I, yeah. I, I thought this was really good there was a point after Bellerin's equaliser when Saka was keeping the ball in the corner and he it, it was brought down for a foul or whatever and the Chelsea crowd there was a guy right in front of us who was shouting and effing and blinding and Blind in. Um, and ja- uh, Jack was quite close to the touchline, and I think he heard it. and He turned around and he said, "Oh, come on, it's a foul!" Like he was standing up to what was a culture of an atmosphere, basically. Yeah. How many times do we see an Arsenal player just in that atmosphere crumble, basically? Not he for stood, a long he time. stood up. He, he, you know, he fought for the badge. and He, he stood up to what he thought was right yeah. in that yeah. situation. So fair play to yeah. him. Yeah.
1: Well, well, what I would say about Jack as well, I, I want him to do that every game now, and yes. that's yeah. that yes. level of performance that we got from the Man United game. That's the benchmark, and that's what he should be doing every game. And the character he showed last night, that's what he should be showing every game. For Sheffield United, he didn't really. I know like to mm. say he dropped back in defence and he did what he did, had to do, basically. But I want that level of consistency that he showed against Man United, and I want that level of commitment that he showed last night against Chelsea, basically. Yeah. If he does that... Because
2: the, the only player that's actually really done that throughout the season has been Leno. He's the only one that showed that level of consistency, yeah. that level of love for the badge, that level of let's keep going. Definitely He's the, only, for he's me. the yeah. only player in our core that has done that. So I think... The players have got to look at him, and he's actually a young man himself. They've got to look at him and be like, wow, that's the level of energy and commitment we should all be showing.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah completely yeah. agree.
0: And i had a couple of good saves last night, didn't he? he, was, he, was, he well, yeah, there was, was one from Barkley. Yeah, but we were saying that yeah. was, yeah. yeah.
2: I mean, was save. That moves on to my next point, actually, as well. Obviously, I love what happened last night. It was a fantastic rallying performance from a 10 man Arsenal. But if we've got to be honest, that Chelsea strike force was was not good enough. You know, Chelsea and days gone by would have slotted away a lot of those goals. I think the Chelsea yesterday, we were fortunate that Kepa is one of the worst keepers in the top four divisions in terms of his body positioning was shocking for that Bellerin goal. His body positioning for the, uh, for the um, Martinelli was bad. He should have done a lot more there. So we were fortunate in that respect. And I think even with 10 men, we still looked like we had 11 on the ball because Chelsea weren't as good as they should have been. I mean, yes, obviously we take heart in the game and the result we had, but we've also got to think we were fortunate because that is a dreadful Chelsea. Yeah, yeah. That yeah, was I mean, a dreadful yeah. Chelsea. I mean,
1: drawing, drawing on my yeah, sort of experiences at Chelsea, I, mean, I remember him, Kerry Dixon, going back to the 80s. <laughs> he was a great centre forward for Chelsea of uh, his era. Um, you know, Didier Drogba absolutely destroyed players like Philip Senderos and. Um, I was waiting and for him to come as out as well. of the tunnel
3: at the end of the game and just pop
1: one in. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, it felt <laughs> like it, didn't it? Like. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I think you might right. I mean, I, I love, um, in, in terms of just pure footballers, I, I do like Hudson O'Doyle. I think he's a really, really great player. Yeah. Tammy Abrahams has surprised me in terms of his his goals this season and um, his general play as well. But yeah, I, I think you're right. Certainly in, in terms of 2012 Chelsea or the 2004-05 Chelsea, mm. that wasn't a patch on that. No. But having said that, you know, they were still half-decent sides, weren't they? Yeah. And it was a London derby. But I mean, a they, they had dream. a man on us the entire yeah, pretty much well.
2: the entire yeah. game and yet it didn't even look like it. They weren't taking their chances. They were dreadful and we were fortunate. And because I mean, also our players were making them look worse than they were because they were actually still smothering in the middle. There was defending so well and pushed them out to the side to try and stop them going for the attacking move. But I think, you know, like, Kepa is genuinely a terrible keeper. So you I think could say you know. Chelsea have got a Kepa problem. Yes, <laughs> they do, they do. I, <laughs> well, I mean, can understand
0: yourself and other people. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I can understand people making that point, but obviously the, the main point of this performance is the response that Arsenal gave to going terrible. Yeah, me I, I mean, it's yeah.
2: the first time yeah. we've yeah. had a response like that in a long time. Yeah. 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 Definitely. I mean, I can't well,
3: imagine. you say that, Villa at home, what, 3-2? Yeah, down
1: uh, to 10 men. Yeah, but that was such a disjointed display. It wasn't a disjointed yeah. display last night. Well, obviously, yeah. I mean, the
2: last performance I've seen like that mm. when we actually really rallied was the FA Cup final against Hull. That was the last time the team pulled together and rallied to right. get a win. Wow, true. So, you know, to yeah. Obviously, we didn't win last night, but it was the same level of responsibility, commitment, and passion that they showed. That's and we a, haven't seen that... A big call, sir. So. It was oh, six, six years, years ago. Yeah. I, haven't seen I don't remember a performance that we've had in the last six years that mirrored what we showed last night. Blinding.
1: But I mean, in in terms of sort of back to the ball, ten men. Yeah.
2: Like you you've got yeah. I mean Arteta said before the game, this is a game we cannot lose. We can't afford to lose this. We yeah. need to take points with Chelsea, we need to get points. And I think that performance last night really showed in spades everything that Arteta wants from the team, and it is impressive. And I think for London as London derbies go, you know, you and I are at West Ham. That was brilliant. You know, that, that was that was, that was, that was nine <laughs> minutes of season. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the kind of ap- the kind of energy we want to see in a London derby all the time because if you if we're realistic the season as it is isn't likely for us to really get the position we want but the London derbies means so much more than the league positioning yeah you I know? must
1: admit as a fan obviously as a club Chelsea as a journalist Chelsea are, are a very big London club obviously not as big as Arsenal but um they, you know, they're, they're well, they are only
2: 15 years old. <laughs> 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 yeah,
1: yeah, to be fair, what, what really strikes in my core is the fact they, won the, they were the first London side to win the European Cup or the Champions League. Which oh, it was which, easy which, when you, when you spent a billion pounds, didn't well, it? Well, yeah, yeah, but that always gets to me. But um, yes, yeah, so from a journalist point of view, you know, I, I've got respect for Chelsea, but as an Arsenal fan, I hate them. I hate their fans, I hate the club, I hate the ground, I hate everything about them. So, yeah. you know, to get a point there was absolutely fantastic. I'm so pleased. Last night. Yeah,
2: it's 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 one of those few derbies. When I look at the team, the you know, the, the, the list of games coming out, they get, uh, there are three fixtures I look for. It's Chelsea away, Spurs at home and United away. Those are the three games that mean the most to me yeah. every single season. Yeah. The rest of the other 35, they're <laughs> great fun. As long as we beat United at Old Trafford, as long as we beat Chelsea, at because Stamper we never Bridge. beat Old Trafford. At know, you've
1: been waiting <laughs> about seven years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 2006, yeah, well added by right. all. Yeah. September say, 2006.
2: But they still been the most to me. Yeah. And you know, stopping Chelsea. You know, no wonder winning. we haven't
3: bloody won there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and the Chelsea games in recent times have been really good as well. it have been really tense, haven't they? Mm. There's been a lot of tense derbies, isn't there? Yeah, there was a
1: three-two at the start of last season. Actually, yeah. that was um, it. Could have ended six-all. Could have ended 10-8 yeah. or something. But um, yeah, it felt like it was going to be like that yesterday. But then until the sending off and then obviously when the sending off happened I just thought oh Chelsea to walk yeah. away with it yeah.
3: I mean, we just
2: looked at each other and said well we're done
3: here yeah we right? said it's
1: going to be a long night we're gonna, yeah. yeah we're done Yeah, it was obviously yeah.
3: reeling
2: the stars because the ladies lost to Chelsea as well that weekend yeah so yeah before one wasn't he it, it, it was obviously yeah. reeling the stars that yeah. new, new clubs are going to take it this weekend yeah. but our and our good and
1: friend Jake Corr was at wood um, wasn't he was four four and, eight, and, eight, so and Liam
2: Williamson were there photographed yeah. together Yeah, and Liam uh, uh, Williamson was there Serge I mean because she was playing
0: centre-half but Dan let's talk about Bellerin quickly um, he was how much of a captain's performance was that? How how responsible was he for that determined coming well, together? I mean, t- at times this season, especially
3: under Arteta, we've said of a when he's worked hard and he scored important goals, that was a captain's performance. Got to say the same of Bellerin last yeah, night yeah. To, to pop up with a goal at that stage, but to pop up with a goal like that on his weak foot from the edge of the box, superb goal. I mean, yeah. he. he you you might not you might not notice him like we talked about Jacob being the leader. You might not notice Bellerin being the leader, but he, he stepped up in an important moment, and you know he supports really good causes off the pitch, stuff like that. You yeah. know, but on the pitch, I think he really did step up last night, and it was needed. But the interesting thing is, you look at it this way: Arteta played alongside him mm. back in the day. Yeah, yeah. I mean, to to have the faith of to put a former teammate as captain. Says a lot of what he thinks mm. of Bellerin.
1: Yeah, 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 absolutely. And it yeah. shows he's securing himself by actually making that decision yeah. too because he was so Well, sexy he t- too. took,
3: the armband, well, say, took the armband off Lacazette. Lacazette was obviously captain on Saturday. Yeah, gave it to Bellerin yeah. last night. Which absolutely. Yeah.
1: Cool. yeah, for so me, Bellerin should be the next
0: Arsenal captain yeah, agree, yeah. for the, the yeah. long term I mean, yeah, as well. That's yeah, an interesting debate, really. Should he have it now? Is is, is I would have given him
2: to before Bang-Yang. Yeah. I, don't, I, I think don't rock the boat whilst the season's ongoing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we need to keep the team the way it is. In terms of the way they respect each other and play with each other, if you start changing captains now, then it, it kind of de- it kind of devolves the worth of captaincy. Yeah, yeah. you know, I like think
1: Unai Emery did that
2: pretty well, well exactly. by himself, didn't it? I know. I think you <laughs> need to try and just keep it as is, keep stable, keep the fellas going in the cup competitions we're in before you start making any changes. The summer is when we're going to see Arteta really flex his muscles yeah. and really make a lot of changes. Definitely, and that's what I'm looking forward to. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. you know, he's had since he's taken over, he's had some. Really hard fixtures. Yeah. He's yep. come in yeah. in one of our hardest runs the season had ever of, offer. Well, yeah. he's had Chelsea twice. In United,
3: isn't he? Like, yeah. When, yeah. You look to, when you
2: looked, when to you looked at the beginning game of the the Leeds season, in the Cup as well. Yeah, yeah, at the beginning of yeah. you would have thought Sheffield United was being a nice <laughs> yeah, easy yeah. draw. Yeah. No, you're looking at you like yeah. that's actually that's harder than United. I know. I'm glad we got about the way. United are now yeah. not, not the team they once were, but Sheffield United are just an incredible team. Then Chelsea, who are also fighting and really trying to get going, and you know Lampard wants to put his his sort of stamp on the game.
1: Yeah.
2: Arteta's come into these absolutely f- punching and done incredibly well. Yeah. And I, I think yeah. you've
1: got, you can't take that away that
2: in the what the five games he's been in charge of, he's had United, Chelsea twice and Sheffield United.
1: Yeah, Bournemouth away for his first game as well, tough game on Boxing Day. But yeah, you're absolutely right. And, it, and, and not have enough time to sort of instill his real sort of philosophy mm. of hard work. Because you need time on the training ground to do that effectively. So he's basically sure. gone in blind to do it. Picking up the game, the run of games over Christmas, and there, there was a real stamp of Arteta on the on the team. Last time, it's it, it? Exactly. So, so he's nice to watch. He's
0: yeah. come in. It's it's nothing tactical really that he's done particularly. No, it's no, done he has. no, he I has. He has. With he's that. he's, I he's, nice. done, he's with done a lot of tactical changes. changes. Both, yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You were saying the other week about the Pep Guardiola doing the tactical fouls. Yeah. Yeah. If you look at the foul numbers, they were up last night as well. So what he's what yeah what he's drilled in, it has really come into effect, and they've done little. Little tiny, little, little nibbles at the
0: players. Do you think it's possible uh, to do that in such a short space of time?
2: Massively.
3: Yeah. yeah we, we, I mean, we talked, I we talked about how kind of you know, Chelsea didn't really create many chances. But I think that's because of Arteta. You notice in other games, uh, United at home is the one that springs to mind. One of the criticisms under Unai Emery was that we were conceding so many shots. But you look at United, yeah, in the second half, you know they dominated the ball. How many times did they threaten? How many shots mm. did they have that really yeah. caused the problem? It was the same last night. Chelsea had most of the ball, but yeah, they scored twice and apart from the Barkley header I can't think of another kind of real dangerous shot that Leno had to save he's mm. limiting things defensively obviously the mistakes are still there we saw that last night Of course. but you know it, the, amount, the amount that he's done in such a short space of time is incredible yeah. also I don't
2: yeah, think you need really to tell great. Shaka twice to put a foul in I think, he's quite, I think he's quite comfortable. No wonder he convinced Shaka, him to stay and he's such a key yeah. player. If you tell Shaka put a bit on, he would be like, oh, I was being told. Yes, boss. surely <laughs> yes, I'm on it. I mean, next thing we'll have Elneny and Cochrane back on the boat and we'll have two footy tackles all over the midfield. Oh my, that was a,
3: a midfielder nightmare. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: How do you think the game would have been changed by Aubameyang's presence? Obviously, it's a bit of a what if, but going <laughs> as, a, as a question for future, well,
2: I think we would have played a very different way we did. Because I think Aubameyang is, what, 30 now? Yeah. Um, he's a striker that pretty much everyone in the Premier League has watched at Arsenal and his time at British Dormans, yeah. his time at Champions League, Europa League. So they've all seen him, they've all studied yeah. him. Martinelli is an unknown force, really. Point. So I think a lot of these players, especially Frank Lampard, his, you know, he would have gone through all the attacking intent that Arsenal had. To his players, and I don't think they would have had a huge amount of information on Martinelli, so they would have struggled yeah, to actually yeah. mark him out the game. Aubameyang, they would have been a bit more efficient in marking, and he would have started with a different eleven to what he did.
3: It's it, it's yeah. interesting you mentioned what difference would he have made? Would he have started ahead of Martinelli? I think, that, I think there's a bit of an attacking conundrum now. Conundrum, no Obviously, someone's been a watching a countdown. Abamyang, <laughs> yeah. We'll start doing the numbers <laughs> round in a minute. <laughs> um,
2: Where's Rachel Riley? <laughs> <laughs> Nowhere near
3: because you're it. Um <laughs> 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 you, you You mentioned, obviously, Yang is captain and his goals have been so important this season. So, you know, he, he is someone they has asked to start. But then you look at Pepe, he's kind of had a bit of a turnaround in form, scored a few important goals. Um... Lacazette, yeah, he's not scoring, but his role is something that don't think anyone else can do. The way he holds holds the ball up and works hard for the team. And then obviously Martinelli at this point is undroppable. So who do you take out? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's such a difficult situation. Obviously, we'll have to find a way to make that work. Four th- up top. Two at the back. Yeah. <laughs> two at the back. Four in midfield.
2: Four up top. Right? Marauding wing backs with Torreira and Shaka in the middle. There you go. <laughs> Done.
3: So, I think it is. Who? Who? I mean, who would you drop? Leif, like, out of those. To Lacazette. Lacazette. Yeah, I would yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: love I the fact I he
2: works so hard. I do think Lacazette plays a role part. that people don't realize how important. Yeah, it yeah is. You're you're right. right he but but he takes players out of that attacking lineup yeah. with yeah. great space. That is so important yeah. to make the goals that Abou scores Martin's goals look so easy. Yeah. I completely
1: agree. But if if we have to take one out, I wouldn't never. I wouldn't take Martin out at the moment. Um, I wouldn't take Pepe out either because I think he's um. He's dangerous in his own little wacky mm. at the moment.
2: But he looks very good last night. I mean, also one thing we're, we're constrained by the sort of the original view of football formation, which is four-four-three or four-four-two. I mean, look he at what l- he wants inside forwards back, <laughs> doesn't he? <laughs> but, hey, look at, look at where the way it was at Leipzig last season when they started the starting formation was one-one-seven. And they scored. They, they scored from an opening goal in seven seconds. Oh, please, God please say.
3: tell me, please <laughs> tell me that the one centre back is not Mustafi. It <laughs> <laughs> <That> was Shaka. <laughs> yeah. 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 But like, right. I think. I <laughs> think. think, me, I think you know,
2: <laughs> formations can be changed <laughs> quite fluidly. I think as long as we play, it, we can play a loose diamond with with Lacazette being the bottom half of that diamond. Playing in the midfield, I think the player that you kind of look at wanted the job is probably someone like Ozil. Yeah, yeah I've sold yeah, it. Ozil's yeah, going yeah, out. Lacazette's attacking yeah.
1: midfield. It was so go. frustrating to get. That's a very good point. They so. really, not be- Because it's like a game like that should be made for someone like Ozil with with his quality and and, and his technique and his silky skills, and he just d- d- didn't uh, didn't do it again. Did you see
3: what Lampard no. said? Lampard said Ozil was the one that was causing him the main problems. Basically. Wow. I think because he what was the game. Was he yeah. watching?
2: Well, yeah. I think probably because he focused tactically before the game looking at Oz and what he did against United I probably set up the team out for someone like Ozil without assuming yeah, yeah. the way the rest of the team but played you,
3: yeah but you say look at what Ozil did against United like yeah the effort is there and that's good to see We've, that's been his main criticism of his time at or basically the effort and the amount of round he put in
1: but the numbers aren't there
3: yeah. The numbers in terms I of you know assists I and goals, so they're not
1: there. <laughs> I've never been one for the numbers of Oz. I just want to see. At all, it,
3: really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, so yeah. you're not you're not one you're <laughs> not no. one for the numbers. with your highest paid player?
1: No, yes and no. I, I, I see it more intuitively. So when he does a really good ball, you think he's done well there. I don't want to know about pre-assists and how many assists he's got from corners. I want, I want him to influence <laughs> games. Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> <Seriously>. <laughs> Honestly, I want him to influence games through his if, for the strength of character allied with the great technique he's got and he's, he's the great creativity. Well, you're basically Not you're describing in there. Yeah, yeah, well, the basically. Is, though, yeah. You can
0: see in a game quite easily whether Ozil's had an impact. Can't really.
2: Well, no, because the thing is that what Ozil does because he does oh, yeah. it so flawlessly you
0: don't actually see it.
2: People complain about his work, right? Well, when he when he makes, a, makes a good impact, it. you don't did, really did he, did he, see it. Okay,
1: well, did, do you think he impacted the game no, last no, night? No, no. Yeah, yeah. 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 Why? I mean, if you look at his stats, do you know any stats from last night from Ozil? No,
3: but it's interesting. So when, he do, when he does well it kind of goes a bit under the radar I yes think that's part no. of his problem yes because when no. he does well it goes under the radar but when he does poorly he's completely anonymous
1: but yeah but look at that Leicester game last season the 3-1 on that Monday night he was superb he, okay you had an assist for the stats fans but he, I want Oza to influence games through, through his of personality allied with his great technique basically I the and stat. he did do that last night I remember the that on, I saw him. earlier Go on.
3: and I've got, I want you to guess in 17 games this season how many goals and assists do you think
1: he has no goals, no assists. But one assist. Yeah. What was that against? Can you remember? I don't know. No. There was though, definitely th- no goals. The thing is, though, stat
2: yeah. stats are always quite difficult to really get your head around. For example, <laughs> Jack Wilshere's <laughs> 180 games in the Premier League. He has fewer assists in his entire time in the Premier League than Alec Trent Alexander-Arnold has this season. And that, yeah, but uh, Alexander-Arnold is,
1: is an absolute
2: freak of nature. No, but... He's brilliant. Th- but the thing He's is, is though, though how, how, import- <laughs> how important all these stats, really, because also... But Jack when he was fit, influence game. Exactly.
0: Oh, you, you can see. Num-
2: and it's not always about numbers game, it's about the quiet influence having the game. Because also, an assist is apparently, obviously, the last kick from the previous player before the goal scorer. However... So Mustafi, got assist yeah, 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 yeah. Mustafi got an got an assist yeah. <laughs> <laughs> last <The> night. <thing laughs> if you look at an assist, so if you cross a ball in, and a, let's say someone like that takes a player out of the game, and to free the floor of yeah. the ball up, that, in my eyes, is an assist. Because he's yeah, assisted yeah. the goal by taking oh, the player out yeah. of the equation. Oh, I'm sure
1: Optal will have some sort of word for it. Of course they would. I but that's not wait till Serge takes over Optal now, <laughs> yeah. if, you, if you run away from the ball, that's an assist. <laughs> but that's the yeah. thing. Assist
2: is such a difficult thing yeah. to really get your head around. Because m- numbers...
3: Either just what that's really is existential an assist, a, is an assist <laughs> passing the ball to the person who scores really no. difficult <laughs> to get your head around No, but but Dan, understood it in one simple, simple <laughs> no, no, no
2: on. but you're, you're misunderstanding the point so for example like i said if, if if you're doing a cross come and like I said, takes the defend the center back out the game so the fly of the ball changes so it's not impeded by that center defender he
3: then over. why is that not counted <laughs> as an assist? I oh,
1: thought he's barely awake there. <laughs> why is that not an assist?
3: All I'm thinking, all I'm thinking of this, Serge not take that joke very well, did he? <laughs> <laughs> no, you can
1: because talk a glass of <laughs>
4: sleep there,
3: Serge.
2: Because no, it frustrates me because these statistics, these numbers, everything. <laughs> You're back in the room. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, you know, the, the new <laughs> thing, talking. the new thing, the new thing, we goal, 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 <laughs> goal create, goals created. Goals created <laughs> is another piece of nonsense. Well, so expected, a, goals. Yeah. Expected, go- expected goals. Expected goals talking. is total, utter Nonsense. Yeah, I can't. I can't say. I mean, I would have stronger goals. words for it off camera. These things that pe- people say, you know, like fantasy football fans yeah, that I go on know. about, oh, you know, he's he's expected this amount, and uh, just right. p- watch the game. That is one thing I agree with. <laughs> expected goals is nonsense. the biggest load of nonsense. nonsense. But the the thing is, though, a lot of these sort of football statistics don't take into heart the actual heart of the game, the soul of the game. So a player like Lacazette is a striker. But the way he's w- the role he's playing is more taking players out to create space. Yep. That's more important than just out and out. Yeah, goal yeah, scoring, yeah, completely When you look at someone like um, Arteta and Pep, their change of the game is putting more fouls in right? so they're increasing their foul rate. But that changes the entire dynamic of the game because they're changing the, bo- the change over possession earlier in the field. So they don't have to get the centre backs involved. So it's all in the middle of the play, which makes a much better art of the game. Then sort of just going, oh, he got an assist because he passed it to him in the box.
4: Yeah, I do yeah. fundamentally agree. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It took a long time up? saying oh, it, yeah. <laughs> and we finally reached
1: a conclusion. So, ninthly, it, it, uh, it was different. It was different. It was different in the eighties. Late. <laughs> <ball. laughs> it's it's that, you, you were watching it through
3: pie glasses. It was a different game. It's actually now time to leave for Bournemouth.
0: Next season. I also just want to apologise to all the <laughs> commenters that said we talk over each other. We were all shouting at the same time. So Soj <laughs> deserved it, to be fair. Yeah, yeah. Well,
2: I my I to- Toby agrees with me. It, which yeah. Toby like, agrees with I me, do. so
0: therefore I'm happy. That, well, well I'm, and he's right as well. Essentially, it's what essentially. Oh, all right. So what we got next, Toby? Right. We will transition the conversation <laughs> to um David Luiz. Uh, oh, being fair. sent off with that penalty. What did you? I mean, I, I, I think I, think I agree with Dan's point that he shouldn't have slid in. Essentially, no, have uh, it, no,
1: Abbott. no. If I was, I'm someone on this channel, uh, agrees honestly, with me. Honestly, if I was, a, man if man I was Dave, David That's Louise, man. I would be furious with Mustafa putting me in that position. Oh, of no, course, absolutely, basically. So what could he do? He, his whole thing, his whole raison d'être, is to stop the ball going in the net. So that's all he's thinking. He goes, you yeah, know, it's panic stations, there's a player bearing down a goal, I'm going to try and stop him.
0: Absolutely, but you know that Jorginho is basically going to score from the penalty spot. I don't, I, I think, don't think that crossed I his mind in that particular yeah, moment. Yeah, I, mean, I don't
3: think a lot crosses David Luiz's mind. No, well, no. Yeah.
1: But, but he, he took one for the team, basically, by stopping the player from scoring. So GPA, if he sto- yeah. and if, if you stop a player from scoring, then you've got a chance of the penalty being missed. the goal was going to go in. Yeah. but then what's he supposed to do just put his hands back and let him go through like, no, like, I, I tweeted on, before the game I tweeted before the game about um I saw Sol Campbell's return to Spurs in 2001 at white Lane and that was vicious the stick he got there vitriol, so it, yeah. it, it, it bounced off Sol Campbell he puffed his chest out and he goes do you know what I play for the Arsenal now I don't care saw so his return in 2010 in the second spell at Arsenal at White Lane vicious again you he won stood the double. up to it he, he, he was literally, you know, he he, he just said, "Look, I'm an Aston man now, and I am. This is what I'm about, and I'm not going to let any abuse get to me." And that's what I wanted to see from David Louise last night. Mm-hmm. So in a way, him doing that was you know, was fair game because he was giving his all for the cause to stop um Tammy Abraham scoring a goal after totally he rounded agree. The Leno. agree.
3: Have you watched the goal back? Yes. Sorry, not the goal,
1: the, the incident. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's Mustafi's fault all day long and yeah. he's oh, put cool. his colleague in that position. So yeah, anything absolutely. anything happens after that moment is not David Luiz's fault. Well, and if he gets if he gives a penalty away and gets sent off, so be it. He stopped he stopped him scoring.
3: If you watch it back at the point when David Luiz gets to Abraham, Mustafi is literally 2 yards away from being on the line. Okay, no. could David you, you Louise, Louise have stepped to, <laughs> <left and laughs> step to the left and shielded the ball rather than diving in?
1: There, no turn, there was no time to jockey there. There really there wasn't. Was no no, there
2: was It was a millisecond decision.
1: Honestly, I, I don't blame David Louise at all, and I'm not his biggest but fan at all, but I don't blame him for that. This goes
2: back to my frustration right. with officiation, because this season they changed the double jeopardy rule, didn't they? Here we go. <laughs> oh, right. God. So, you know the double jeopardy rule? You can't give a penalty at red and a suspension at the same time yeah, yeah. That. unless I you know. play for arsenal <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, so, all right so david louise's tackle was obviously not that strong i don't think i don't think it was that bad so i think the red card was actually quite harsh i mean obviously it's within the letter of the law yeah I, I, the got no the, I think the letter is of the law i, no I think it's a bit the soft card. there i think it should have been a yellow realistically because i think the letter of the law is a bit too harsh cause he had ta- are you mad that no, <laughs> should have so
3: been a yeah. yellow
1: no because the in
0: what world is, is that, that
1: not a Were opportunity? No. Were you on
3: the booze last night? No. no. That should have been a yellow. Well because I think the double jeopardy rule should change. If if Rudiger did that to Lacazette, would you have gone, that's a yellow that?
2: No. Oh, I never call for a red card.
3: Oh my.
0: Did you see mm. that clip of uh, Patrick not Devo checking whether Sunes was drinking water? Yes, drinking yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> 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 i not sure what's in there. Well, you, you remember what tackles
2: used to be like 20,
1: 30 oh, years ago? Oh, I loved it. All right. and no, n- n- sometimes and you didn't even get a card.
2: No, yeah. So was that it, You'd
1: have you to know, chop someone's leg off. They've only recently you know, no,
2: reintroduced no, no. The, introduced the Double Jeopardy law.
1: Oh, but it was definitely a red card though last well, night. Well, it was it? a definite pen, definitely. Definitely I don't pen, go and definitely know, red but card. But
2: it's definitely double, 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 double. Me,
1: they should L- get the a yellow,
2: not a pen and a oh, red. I don't know. I don't know. I just think I just. I think if they want to make the game more inclusive and enjoyable for the you know the audience to watch, so make it
1: a yellow not a red. Yeah. It's Very boring. There's <laughs> no <laughs> such thing as inclusion <laughs> enjoyable at Stamford Bridge sure. when no. I play away. It's not
3: boring. This is classic Sergio on <laughs> Devils advocate for no reason.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's going to go after the podcast. Oh yeah, I was just playing Devils <laughs> that His next one's no. going to be Martinelli. He's terrible. Don't play him. <laughs> sell
2: him. Sell him in the summer.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk Martinelli for a bit. Obviously racing through on goal, incredible run. Incredible fitness to get there and then have the just being able to slot it past as a blogger. What did you think of his performance?
1: They're still still peeling Kante off the centre circle as we speak. (laughs) 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 That for me, uh, Stuart McFarlane's obviously a really experienced photographer of Arsenal. He's been around 30, 40 years. I've known him for a while now and he's a really good guy, brilliant photographer as well. And for me, he got picture of the season with Kante slipping. He's literally horizontal and Martinelli's powering. Did you see
2: David Price's coming? He went. Here's my picture. There's nobody good at Stewart's. Brilliant. Brilliant, yeah. got it. Honestly, yeah. David Price got it. He's on the floor with the look of sheer joy on Martin Early's face. Honestly, yeah. Talking
1: about Shit shippen way, where he took some brilliant shots last night. There was shots of the way end as well. A bit of pyro action going on. The fans just going absolutely bonkers. And what I loved about that picture was everyone in that photo, none of them had a smartphone. Not one no, of them. They're they enjoying were enjoying the moment. All joining the moment and enjoying the moment well, as did well. Did you see the uh,
2: picture on uh soccer side with the woman that had a... Um, an old disposable camera. That's Maria. That's Maria. Maria. Maria's Honestly,
1: Maria's an absolute legend. I, I did what um, are the chances of still being able to like buy those? Yeah. I, I, you know she's there's obviously, there's obviously anymore, anyone right? who goes to Bournemouth knows who she is. You know, I sat yeah, next yeah, to yeah. once at Swindon Away about ninety three. When um when wow. Kevin Cameron got a hat trick and right he's lobbed the ball from about four yards. Sat next to her she, she's what uh, was the date that? <laughs> yeah, it, it was actually Boxing Day 1993. <laughs> <Okay>. But, um, <laughs> but there uh, you go. I, I but but she's an absolute legend. Everyone loves her a bit. So yeah, anyone who goes to Bournemouth knows that she gets she, she she follows the the women passionately. She follows the youngsters passionately. She's brilliant. I've just got a story about. It. I I went to um uh, Belgrade, Red Star Belgrade a couple of years ago. I did a one day trip with um flight options run by Miles who's a a really good bloke and um, basically it was a long old day, it was like a 20 hour day and I obviously reported from the press box, did the post match presses and then got on the plane on the way back basically Um, and I sat next to Maria and literally after a 20 hour day she's singing songs on the plane, I am so tired, I'm just about to fall asleep and she's got so much energy, I think she's 90 now, so Maria you're an absolute legend, seriously. How many invite
2: meals did you have? only about
1: four. that's just one less a snap of bricks bridge last night. Intravenously, yeah. plus or minus four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But Martinelli, what I mean, what impact do you think he had up top in the general performance? Oh, Obviously,
4: that
0: huge, was fantastic.
1: Huge.
0: But tactically, what impact? It does it he it w-
2: like I said earlier, he is an unknown sort of interloper for, for any opposition. Do you think opposition. that's the main thing, though? Well, no, because he I mean, is he is rapid. I yeah. know Leif doesn't play as <laughs> fast. He, he is fast. He I'm is not saying he's, he's not fast. Still, I'm just oh, he's still, oh,
3: he's <laughs> right. He's <laughs> run 70 yards, but he's still no, not he, fast. he's
2: obviously got
1: that extra yard of pace. No, he's not as fast as lave
2: getting to the food trolley, is he? Yeah
1: yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, look, no, no he marks out great players from really great players, or good players from great players. But he's not got that killer pace that will take him away He's not refined yet. No, I think mean no. he's got a lot ahead of him. Pace but like isn't his biggest He's Toby. His Toby. Check high. his
3: beer as well. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Last night, his speed, his determination, and also his pure just, I want to be everywhere and everywhere. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and he was yeah. all over that top of that field. It was unbelievable seeing him. Like, you're watching the Reaper, you're like, oh, how has he gone from there to there? Yeah, yeah. Because he's constantly moving and he's constantly looking for the next pass, the next ball, the next attack, the next corner. Yeah, yeah. And, it, like, the full 90 minutes, he did not stop. Yeah. But yeah. With the, the, Carry a few on. weeks ago, we had uh, someone on the um, match reaction saying that Gwendozi is like a
1: greyhound. Martinelli is a greyhound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He runs, and I just can't believe how much he can run. he's yeah. constant. I mean, yeah, you make some really good points there. No, I absolutely agree. I mean, I. For me, I don't think he's as fast as people make out. He's still a very pacey player. But he's got so many more qualities on top of that. He's tenacious. His technical ability is superb. He's strong in the air. He's got real physicality. He's got a great attitude, great temperament. There's so much more to come from him as well, basically. But there was a bit of light humour in um, in uh, Arteta's press conference last night at Stanford Bridge, basically, when um, he was going, yeah, I was going to take him off. He was knackered. He actually used the word knackered. He crammed up, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. And then he goes, like, literally the second second later, he's, running, he's making a 60-yard run, basically. So... um his fitness is is superb for an eighteen year old too. On top well, because he's eighteen,
2: he's got the ability to just shrug off the sort of pain. Yeah, hasn't yeah. But they? some
1: eighteen year olds don't have the stamina. They might have the pace, but they don't have the stamina. And he's got. No. He seems to have the stamina. As I think
2: well. he he looks like the build of an Arsenal player that could be with us for a long, long Let's time. Let's hope so. Let's
1: hope they seen him down on a yeah, really, really good long term contract now. Yeah.
2: You know, I think we've got this bed of youngsters now that just looks so impressive. Yeah. And just not only are they quick, they also seem to have a lot of passion for the club. Yeah. Which I think is yeah. so important. Yeah. Because you know, like if you look at the Arsenal youngsters we've got now, we obviously we've got Martinelli, we've got Maitland Niles, we've got Reese Nelson, we've got Smith Rowe, we've got, got, we've got Nate Saka, yeah. we've, <laughs> we've got John, John Jules, Gilles, yeah. we've got yeah. everyone going down. Yeah, absolutely. And that's really impressive. I mean, if you look at great teams from historical from the Premier League past that, you know, obviously the class of ninety two from Man United, everyone spoke about them, they were the incredible youngsters. Since then they've they've had the couple that have eked in. Yeah like Rashford, and one before that was Brad Morrison, and that didn't really work out. Yeah. But, player, Arsenal, I've got Martinelli, we brought him in, and yep. he's coming in through, and we got Bellerin, who's also a youngster, really. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we've well, got a, a, a yes. lot of yeah. young, incredibly Arsenal-oriented players. It's interesting yeah. you mentioned that. I,
3: we were there at the kit launch in the summer, we both spoke to Eddie and Ketty, and I basically said to him, look at all the young players you've got, you know, yourself, Nelson, Smith-Rowe, Martinelli, the, the list goes on, basically. I said to him, you know, do you think you can have a golden generation? You know, do you think this this group is going to take Arsenal forward and do great things? He said, yeah, without shadow, of a doubt. definitely. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. mean, this is it all. There's so much talent there. You look at the way, even the senior players like Aubameyang, the praise he's given to Martin Martinelli. Mm-hmm. I mean, the 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 depth of talent basically is incredible. And even you even go below that, people like. Um, uh, Joel Lopez we saw in pre-season, yeah. people like that, you know, yeah. there's th- even further down from that, yeah. Charlie is Pantino is such a big, 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 yeah, of course, yeah, <laughs> Matt, the, the never-aging Matt Macy. Um, no, yeah, there is, there is year such year a big depth of as well. talent, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. There's so many good players uh, there, yeah. I
2: think, you know, Arteta is going to really revel from that in the summer and the pre-season tour, is seeing all these youngsters playing together. And I'm genuinely fascinated to see how this is going to play out in the next two, or two, three years when they start to really burgeon into the first team. Yeah. The Arsenal yeah.
0: youngsters they you know it is a it's a very talented group but it's not a group where you say, Oh, they're absolutely gonna go on to great things. But they are on the cusp of that and they need to. Oh, but
2: the thing is, roster. we're we're yeah. pu- we're we're playing more youngsters in the first
1: eleven than we ever have done previously, yeah. really. For a long time, well, yeah. Two
3: eighteen-year-olds starting at Stamford Bridge last night, yeah. which is mental. So
1: and the 18's linked, two eighteen linked year eighteen-year-olds linked up on Saturday for the goal as well. So yeah, course, yeah sure. you know, I mean, we're yeah.
2: playing more and more of them in the first eleven than we ever have previously. You yeah, know, which is great to see. Which yeah. is something we're not really used to. So it's, yeah. it's a really nice yeah. system seeing because we're so used to having established players and the occasional youngster come in. Now we've got a body of youngsters who are yeah. making up the vast majority of our output.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. and fans want to see youngsters coming through because they can identify them yeah. as well. And the only fantastic. problem is that
2: some of our youngsters have got quite difficult names to make chants out of. <laughs> well, I'm sure the Arsenal fans will <laughs> find a way. Yeah. I'm, sure, I'm sure people will let us know in the comments down below, yeah. won't they? <laughs> yeah.
0: But also we
1: have to kind of credit emery for martinelli's in, 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 well, in that's edu no no yeah, it's it's wasn't, wasn't no, no that's do all day you know, long was, um, there's, 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 a, there's a scout called francis kazago uh,
0: oh no not for i'm um, not for the side of the bringing through him i'm saying uh, emery no. did play he, youngsters he did but but it was thing? very disjointed yeah. and he,
1: he did throw him into the deep end and it was almost a case of sink or swim and you could have ruined their, their their sort of development so i wouldn't credit emery as such saying right well, he had the best sort of interested of in their development yeah. coming through. He did blood a few, but I, it, it was just a complete sort of um, haphazard scattergun approach from Emery, which characterised so much of his management as well. At the time,
0: well. we were all praising him for his use of the youngsters. We, well, we said
1: he used youngsters. I wouldn't say we yeah. praised him, but he, he certainly did blood them. But well, that was more by luck than judgement, really. Also, this
2: goes back down to what we discussed in the previous, in the Chancellor video we did uh, last week about the set-up of the um, the board and the team and who controls what. Yeah. So, I think we can't put everything down to Emery and all oh the I think it's hard to praise anyone, just praise the players themselves for playing the way they do. Yeah, And so I think that performance last night from Alan Tonelli was something you definitely put on the court board as well done. Yeah, the, boy yeah, yeah. the boy wonder. The boy wonder.
1: You're talking about Emery? Wasn't there someone on Twitter last night? Didn't he go out for a meal with someone? and He, he praised, that the, was table. and he praised he the tablecloth. He praised the tablecloth. I swear that was right. And Google Translate said he praised the tablecloth anyway, but um, check his Twitter
2: account. And Google
3: Translate is always right, as yeah, we know. yeah, yeah.
2: I'll have to check his Twitter because I think I know there's been something different in Spanish. But, oh,
1: yeah, no, yeah, but he, he said wonderful company, wonderful. Wonderful football,
2: wonderful tablecloth.
3: <laughs>
1: wonderful <was laughs>
0: tablecloth,
2: that was it, yeah. Oh, no, sure you're so taking so. It out of context. In Spanish, it means like wonderful spread.
4: <laughs> and he's like a wonderful spread of joy oh really man.
2: yeah okay yeah. <laughs> we'll let him lo- for,
3: up <laughs> yeah. 40 million pound bid submitted right. for tablecloth <laughs> <laughs> T- turns out it's he's
1: a like a bit more loan for a season like <laughs> first he's a massive <laughs> he's a massive
2: fan of egyptian cotton linen <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> like, he loves
1: it oh twice that, that was the next line of the translation of <laughs> 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 anyway <laughs> anyway in the next game, tablecloth <laughs> enough tablecloth chatter uh, in the
0: next game it's Bournemouth in the FA cup yes um important to get a win
1: in this one isn't it it's really important it's important for lots of reasons not least because we don't want a replay Um, Mm. I was at Colney the other week and Narteta was asked what's going to happen if there's a replay because obviously the 8th of February the weekend of the 8th of February is when Arsenal don't have a game so Mm -hmm. that's effectively their mid-season break break, that's our winter break yeah absolutely if there's a replay it'll be on we'll probably put it on a Tuesday but if they're looking to fly straight after Burnley which is the 2nd or 3rd of February some of them have to come back, or they will left to delay it for two or three days, basically. And that's They're two going or three. Dubai, aren't they? Yeah, I'm pretty sure yeah. they. are. He, he talked about security concerns, it but um, yeah. you know, I'm sure they, they will go somewhere hot in the Middle East, basically. But um, yeah, but he he was basically saying, look, we'll have to come back. So you know, we don't want this to happen. So for lots of reasons, as you say, we need to beat Bournemouth on, on Monday night. I think they will. I mean, they they, they had a good result against um. Who did they beat? Was it um? They beat Watford three 0 the other day, didn't they? Yeah. And then last night they beat um. No, it was Big last Brighton. night. They beat Brighton yeah. last night, didn't they? Well, it's, yeah. I mean,
3: it's typical, isn't it? I mean, the team we get in the FA Cup, they go seven games without a win, yeah. and then yeah. the one game before they play Arsenal, they finally
2: get a win. I mean, I mean yeah. just our luck, isn't yeah. it? Dan yeah. Bournemouth already saying the same thing. Just our luck. <laughs> 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 really an Arsenal team that lost every game, yeah. and they got two draws and a win. But well, you've still only got two <laughs> wins out of 16. <laughs> but I, I think, you know, this Bournemouth game is actually quite well-timed, because obviously Arteta's first game was Bournemouth, so I think him coming back to face Bournemouth again I was in a bit of time with the squads. Yeah, I think he he's, yeah. he's going to be kind of reveling to this. Be like, he's also obviously all of us were talking about Eddie Howe as a possible. I love Opportunity for Arsenal manager. Season. I think Arteta's is going to want to bury him and be like, no, 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 this is well, mine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Stay away from my squads. But also, it's a good, point, but, but it's it's,
1: it's a good yeah. game to have because it means uh, the last game of um, Yang's three match ban. It's yeah. going to be potentially a game that Van wouldn't have played anyway. Exactly. I, so well, I don't
3: think he would have.
1: Do you think? You think, oh, think Arteta would have played him on a Monday night against Bournemouth in the fourth round of the Cup? Yeah, because he well, wants he to would, win the FA yeah, Cup. Yeah, cup yeah, well, right. yeah, mean, yeah but you can, can mean, still win the FA Cup without playing a Nistelrooy. you going to ask? I mean, you reckon? Yeah. If he, he, hadn't, the bat- if he hadn't had the match ban, he would have played against Sheffield United, obviously. Played against Chelsea. I think he would have rested him against
2: Bournemouth. I'm not sure personally.
1: Do you think? What would he played on three games? I think what I agree with Lee. I think so. I think you're wrong, Dan. I don't know.
3: He's <laughs> like, well, okay. Yeah, he didn't play against Leeds, but look at the team he played against Leeds. Yeah, Virgil played. Pepe played. played yeah, Black Daniel Romany. was a strong side. He yeah.
1: still feel a strong side against Bournemouth. I can see. Avengers a vengeance coming from you, sir.
3: Burton and Ernie's broken up. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I was going to ask individually. What are your? What do you want Arsenal and Arteta to prioritise? In cups. Cups. Hundred percent
2: cups. Yeah, yeah. we want both cups.
1: Well, so with with I, t- I want to put it into the league. Go on. We're ten points off fourth place. Yeah, you know, no, that's, you not, that's not, not
3: an argument to go for. <laughs> do you remember <laughs> when the three of us were in the <laughs> Where's this going? Do you remember when we're in I just want to avoid
2: relegation, really. Do you really? remember when we, we were in the car, <laughs> like, and we were driving back, I think it was from Liverpool, right. and we were listening to a certain radio channel, and there was a caller saying he would rather see <laughs> his team oh, get forgot
3: yeah. yeah. about this <laughs> than win the league? Oh, no, 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 but no. But, yeah, but, they, yeah, but they do great hats, don't they? <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. No, I'm getting misquoted here. No, no. I want us... To aim for the Champions League, but obviously I want us to win silverware in terms okay. of games. The that well, was is the second part of my sentence
3: Here's a really good idea. Win the Europa League and then you get Champions League and the trophy yeah. is the best of both. Absolutely,
1: yeah. yeah. We said that last season as well, didn't we? We did. We got to the that final, that never happened. But looking
0: at <laughs> the top four opposition, do you think Arsenal in a race with them this season, if they no, want well the to for top four? Chelsea are struggling. Chelsea yeah. are struggling. Yeah. I think you
3: know, Sheffield are looking good, Wolves are, you know, doing I just said this last week. Don't want to anger the Sheffield United fans. Sheffield
1: United, Sheffield United not just United. Sheffield. Sorry, the Blades. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have <laughs> got the Blades. Kick? You have got the Tigers. Will they keep <laughs> Tigers? The How city.
4: Sorry, Wolves. Wolves.
1: What Wolves? The Wolves so are Wolves.
2: Wrong, wrong apex predator. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> Thank you. <They> hunting packs.
2: <laughs> the whole City rise from the championship
0: to take Arsenal's top four spot. No, I mean, follow on the up, mate. <laughs> <laughs>
2: careful. <laughs> careful. You got <laughs> Liverpool City, Leicester, time. Chelsea, Wolves, Sheffield United. I think we'll really, I mean, United are vaguely going to stop us getting those top four dreams. So I think realistically, we have to focus on the Cup to have any chance of Champions League next season.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I completely agree with that. But at the same time, we've got two wins out of 16. So if you look at it one way, that's terrible. But on the other way, we've all lost one in seven since our has been in charge. Yep. we do a few wins in the Premier League if we yeah. can string four, five, six wins together we've
2: got the same number of draws we had in the Invincible season all we that.
3: need is yeah, 20 yeah. wins out of the next 14 yeah, exactly. games oh, so right yeah. I think <laughs> we've lost six simple maths <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah we've lost six but we've only won six haven't we we've drawn yeah. about 12, 13
3: if, if we are going to get in the top four we need to start getting the points together sooner rather than later, yeah. purely because if you look at the back Sorry. end of the season, we've got a run of three games. I think we've got yes. Tottenham City yeah, and yeah. Liverpool but, all in But
1: Simon Rose, who writes for the Guna fans, league, which is here, pick it up at all good um, good, good sellers under. around Arsenal Tube and the Kenfire Bridge. But he made a really, really good point on the online Guna and basically said um, Liverpool's 50th, potentially 50th unbeaten match against Arsenal. Oh yeah, oh, yeah what's we'll that? We'll you know, oh. And obviously, if they ever lost them, um, that's, any that's when Shanker well. is going
2: to get a red card and a two-foot tackle to Salah's face. <laughs>
1: so we c- we can literally, you know, keep, keep our invincibles title and obviously keep the fact that we were 49 games unbeaten as well mm-hmm. so yeah I, that's, I think there's two or three games to go at the end of the season that will be massive do you know no, what that's going to make for us Well
3: good content
0: tune <laughs> <laughs> it's good Fancy TV across that game <laughs> <laughs> and all the others I do think I do think getting top four is uh, almost a, a better sign of progress for Arsenal Oh, you know,
2: absolutely. I think yeah, always yeah, aim yeah. for yeah. it always aim yeah. for it but I think if yeah. we're, we're realistic yeah. the cup games are what we want Yeah. because also the cup is the a more attainable goal. We've won the FA Cup more than any other team. Yeah. You know, we've got a preferential draw in it in terms of some of the people out there. Europa League, we got to the final last year. I think, you know, we got to the semi-final the year before. I think... Let's go one That's what I'm saying is I think, I think a Europa
0: not? League win and an FA Cup win does isn't uh, as much of a sign of progress as returning to top four.
2: No,
3: right. P- right but mind right. you, if we won let both let of me, those, I'd be very way. happy. Let me put it this way.
0: Yeah. Fine. Would Would you
3: rather see Arsenal... Who's the final game of the season? Oh, Watford. Okay, either way, the points are all Would you rather see Norman. them celebrating getting in the top four Norman. or see them lifting a trophy, trophy. on the oh, pitch at long. Wembley or see them lifting but, but the trophy in the Europa League?
1: Top four or lifting a trophy. So basically Lifting a trophy, any trophy. any
3: day of the week yeah, yeah yeah, every day of the week any day of the week also yes
1: well, wait, quiz question okay, yeah yeah quiz where, quiz, where, I was playing where div- were you yeah. going you with you that no no I was just going to say whether you want to finish top four it, or win a trophy speaking of trophies in
2: 1991 when we actually did win the league yeah I went to most games Right. Right. we were the only team to have ever actually been given a separate Barclays actual mini trophy what 91 yeah because they actually stopped doing it after <laughs> that because they were like actually kind of pointings with the ones one oh, right yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: right Toby go on random um, uses facts <laughs> for you <laughs> Thank
3: you. Sir. so Thank I you. mean
0: you're saying a trophy would you rather win the FA Cup than get Champions League qualification
3: what, what, what League. do we what do we rip into Tottenham for not having a
0: trophy. yeah, 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 yeah. So there you go we don't rip into Tottenham
3: for yeah, going oh you've not finished in the top four this many years so you are not winning any trophies
0: what's more important
3: to ask a trophy
0: it no, it's don't yes.
1: I don't know anymore. I'm, I'm confusing myself. I think, <laughs> I think getting back to Champions League, football, Champions League really football, football will mean more money, more revenue. But the glory of the game obviously wants silverware. Oh I, I don't I know. know. I, I go back to so my point. football, football is, is so, so confused me, Europe I don't exactly. even know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let's Exactly. There you go. Problem solved. Let's do it. We'll have the best of both worlds.
3: Olympia we're coming for you. We'll be in Gdansk on the
2: 27th of May for about 16
1: days as well, probably.
0: And I think also, I mean, we can have a quick chat about Aubameyang's future. I think he's going to really want Arsenal to secure Champions League football. Well, I think stable. his agent wants it as well. <laughs> yeah, 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 as well. I think mean, that's yeah. a hugely important yeah, money thing. Money talks. Yeah. Obviously,
2: obviously, if you look at the Deloitte Money League that came out recently in the past five years, because Arsenal haven't been in the Champions League positions, yeah. our actual revenue has actually gone down by 1.5% year on year. Yeah. So I think we actually do need it because that's what's affecting our sort of purchase of players. Our expansion yeah. plans, etc. We need to go back into we the Champions League yeah, spot because that, would say work. that silly money. Yeah.
3: If you look at the Deloitte money league, like West Ham, and ever Everton are in the top twenty. So, like, yeah, but you know. that just shows
1: how much money he's sloshing around English football. In know, terms what, of, what it doesn't, but doesn't it, mean anything. But, but in it? terms of our position as, as money make, as a money making club, we have slipped dramatically. Well, re- re- yeah, read yeah. Swiss yeah. Ramble; he's 11. amazing and stuff like that.
2: I mean,
3: look, I mean, 9th to 11th, ca- that's a move we've definitely done in <laughs> no, the no, league this season, We were full for fifth about three four um, yeah. years ago. because I mean,
2: so. look, Cardiff made more money when they went down to the championship than every team in the Bundesliga that's crazy, at one point. It? Yeah, yeah, because wow. it was the first season when we had the brand new riots came in and yeah. BT Sport got involved, yeah. it was the you know, $3.2 billion deal. Yeah, which so is we crazy. So we've obviously dropped down in the rankings of money since then, so we need to get back into the Champions League to get the money so we can start doing transfers, start buying the centre-backs that we want, rather than relying on Mustafi and David Luiz basically the chuckle brothers realistically yeah. we don't yeah. want to rely on those two for the next five years the next we don't even want
0: to rely on the next five months <laughs> we're going to have to brutal have that that to that have brutal we didn't really touch on. obviously you talked about Mustafi and the player ratings and match reaction but um, he did a little letter to Arsenal fans on the Arsenal website it was
3: Mustafi in his own words he yeah, summed own it word. up
0: what did <laughs> you think of that I mean, your reaction to that actually.
3: do you know what I understand the whole thing about you know, it's not nice being criticised and, you know, mental health is such a big and important thing now. And it's, you know, abusing a player isn't right. But if, you, not. if you're going to keep making the same mistakes over and over and over again, I mean, it's going to happen. It's part own to of being mistakes. a football player.
2: Own up to your own mistakes and say, yeah. I did bad. That was yeah. my bad. Yeah. I'm sorry for coughing so up It's like hard that.
0: for us to sort of imagine how, how difficult it actually is. I mean, how... Not really. We d- mis- all of us make mistakes in our jobs oh no, all the absolutely, time. Absolutely. But how yeah. difficult is it to avoid the criticism online? But, but, but there's
1: got to be a di- differentci- differentci- differentiation between abuse oh and yeah, criticism. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I agree. And yeah. no, yeah, you know, none of us condone abuse at all. But surely we're allowed to criticize someone who's done really badly over a consistent, mm-hmm. consistent yeah. right? where some making mistakes, maybe it is. But over a consistent period of time, he's just not good enough on so many levels. <laughs> and. <laughs> any fan can see that, any Arsenal fan can see that, and other fans as well, is highlighting those mistakes abuse or criticism? No, no, no. Any and if, 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 if he sees it as valid criticism, then why does he never act on it? Defenders
2: have to remember, and players have to remember, they are a commodity. They are always the price tag that they cost. Mustafi's a £35 million player. He will always be a £35 million player. Right. That's why when you look at players that are cheap and young, you never really get annoyed with them. You know, all this slating is always... Ozil 350 grand a week player, Pepe 72 million a player. That's what all the headlines always are, because they are their pli- their price tag. They have to just admit that, get over it, and just show that they are worth the price tag they're given. They can't just sit there and be like, "Oh, but you're being mean to me." It's like, no, yeah. we're criticising you performing poorly because of the sheer weight of your cost. If yeah. you were one million pounds, like no one really gets up in Holdings' grill. Because he was what two million. Well, players. as 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 Arsene Wenger said, what?
3: as Arsene, said, as Arsene said, I'm sorry, he's not a 50 million pound player. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That have that you noticed Mustafi started uh, blocking it. comments on his social media? Yes. Yes. Yeah.
1: How do you know? Is he blocking you, is it? Well, you no. Gonna, you blocked <laughs> by myself. Yeah. What did you say to him? <laughs> Sorry. 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 You've been ruined on autograph? social media again. No,
3: if, if, you, if, you go, if you click onto his tweets, it pops up with some comments that have been blocked by this Dan Mounting is yeah. blocked. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I won't criticise your terrible back <laughs> passes ever again. If you didn't want to be well, he's
2: underwater swimming? If you didn't want to be criticised. Good if you didn't want to be in the public okay. space, you wouldn't become a professional football player playing in the world's biggest league in front of 1.2 billion people every week.
1: Yeah, I agree. at the end of the
0: day, if you're not performing then you you you're supposed to sort of not be happy about that you know yeah, and yeah. you should boring. be frustrated he, he, he talks
1: a good game he really does and you know we've interviewed him and he's a really good guy and like we yeah, say it does. every week basically but you've sh- there's got to be a point where you just learn that the mistakes you make are not acceptable over a long period of time and you have to do something about it and he just never does what What? yesterday it wasn't like he was really pressured into making an error you can almost understand that it was just really sloppy and where does it that just stop yeah, uh, just turned where, where does that come from though it's, it's a lack yeah. of temperament a lack of a lack of yeah, mentality mental. yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. You, yeah you put it in the email the other week to the fans Fanzine subscribers you had the quote from Arteta saying, "If you turn up for two seconds or five seconds, it yeah. doesn't matter. You can't do that. Yeah. This is exactly what Mustafi did. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Yeah, yeah. Compliment. So he needs to focus all the time, 100% of the time. Yeah. that's what Arteta wants. And, and, and if why he doesn't, doesn't, do that,
1: doesn't he? he he's oh, been for years. And You're and absolutely and right. So completely great. Because well, it's a 2 thing.
2: One, he doesn't. He probably hasn't started enough first-team football for a while. That's not an excuse. Because he was no. a, he was in he was in no. Europa League prison for years under Emery, <laughs> wasn't he?
1: Well, he, I suppose he's played two games in a row now.
2: But he's that's a not an excuse. He's not playing to the way we want to. He has to go. And, and I'll be sad to see my Mustafi pin no longer be on the table anymore. I'm sorry to see him go because <laughs> I did not like yeah. him. When well, he's still sticking around. <laughs> Mustafi's got a chance. Well, that's because they haven't released an
0: Arteta scarf yet, have <laughs> they? The thing is, he's been, he's been given a huge <laughs> second chance by Arteta. And he hasn't taken has he? No. no. He's bit, yeah. I mean,
3: I disagree with that. I mean, he's been given a huge second chance by the, the number premium. of injuries. Oh well, mm. yeah, Chambers yeah. is out. Socrates is yeah, ill. Yeah. Holding's not for yeah, the But he I mean, still has a, he's a he's chance. He's he's had a yeah, second. but he's yeah, in there because there are no other options. For
1: whatever but reason, then grab he it
3: with
2: both hands. Who are we talking about? He's not going to go down in the annals of
0: Arsenal history. Mm -hmm. Yes, he is Mm -hmm. as a good player. Yeah, in the bad parts of the history. Are we going to be be talking about him in the worst eleven at the end of this decade? Definitely. No, I don't know. Yes,
2: no. 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 Who's going to be worse? Yeah, I'm a bit worried (laughs) about it. Serge can see (laughs) the future. Because I just, I just think we just forget about this sorry chapter.
0: Grumpy Surge.
1: Grumpy Surge. Well,
0: someone's got to be Grumpy. grumpy Glenn, it's like Glenn yeah. with a hat and a beard. <laughs> <laughs> and no nose. <laughs> Glenn from the 80s. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm the only non bearded one, one.
3: And it will be for a while, Toby. <laughs> yeah, keep trying, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> You, you, have your, you have your one shave a month.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, we have no glens this week. We're
1: sorely missing uh, it. Yeah, yeah. So um, We'll be at Bournemouth for Monday. Won't we will be.
0: So, uh, is there any other topics you want to touch on? Uh, what kind other?
2: of fish and chips are you having at Bournemouth? Uh, Cod?
1: All of them. Stone bass? He's
0: having the one? bass. <laughs> <laughs> one
3: of each, please. Chips and yeah, all yeah. the gravy. All of no, it, no, yeah. No,
2: no, no. no. Yeah. Fish and chips got to be with mushy peas and a pickled egg. pickled
0: egg? No, you're not having
2: scraps. Oh
0: no no, no, so no! What? How much sauce do you have on fish and chips? None. lot Your vinegar,
2: oh. lemon, and
1: salt.
3: He basically asked for some fish with his sauce.
2: bit of Tartar sauce is acceptable, and that's the only sauce that is acceptable on fish and chips.
1: We've got to actually, we've got to go on seafront or whatever, and just go and get some fish and chips. Of course we so, are. Yeah. That's gonna be free. We'll be we'll be on the seafront
2: doing our video with uh, the three
1: of us and Rosie because uh, yep. t- Toby's Rosie. unavailable for selection. See you day. soon, Rosie. Yep. 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 Rosie's so coming down to bubble for Monday Rosie. So Yeah, yep absolutely so I hope yeah. she's
2: got over her concussions from Anfield away <laughs> <laughs> I'm being terrified by Kolasinac
3: straight enough <laughs> up <out of> <laughs> to be fair I, think I would all of be as well, okay. be, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it <laughs> was like waking up to Lafe <laughs> <Leif> in Liège
0: <laughs> back on our post Liverpool away <laughs> that, that noise was late
1: <laughs> <laughs> honestly and on that bombshell <laughs> <laughs>
2: It's devolved um, once again, <laughs> as always. <laughs>
0: Welcome <laughs> again to Fancy TV. Yeah, yeah. I, am, I am gutted we've got no Glenn talking about, what was it, checkout machines? Frozen. And frozen. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that'll be back next week, hopefully. We'll, we'll track yeah. Glenn down so again. Is there anything yeah. frustrating we can do
2: to cover up Glenn's lack of notes? <laughs>
0: is there anything just, like, really, anything really,
2: triggering, you know? really <laughs> obtuse I'm that sure triggers I'm me? I'm sure
3: you can give us another nonsense opinion on something, Serge, go on. <laughs> not, yeah, not football that. fans, <laughs> I think they're football managers. Yes. Right, that annoyed me this week.
2: We were talking about this earlier, weren't we? When you're in the football stands and you're watching the game, it's all well and good getting involved (laughs) in it and enjoying it, right? When you're in the upper tier or club level, wherever you are, shouting, pass it left, he's not going to hear you. Stop. Shouting it, <laughs> just watch the game and enjoy it. Don't yeah. be a well then, Hang
3: on, do we not need more organization? We don't need someone leading the entire stadium to on three shout pass it left <laughs> and also to play a devil's one advocate.
1: or tougher, one or t'other. <laughs> to play devil's advocate. What about if you play football all your life and you're so you're conditioned to go and, you know? Well, they do not. what
2: Glenn Tamplin did and manage Romford FC, don't come <laughs> to watch the Arsenal. <laughs> That's <at laughs> <first>. <laughs> an area where I'm not willing to go, <laughs> yeah.
1: Bill Ricky, not to really, I me, mean, Burkamp anyway. in the style. Yeah. It? If you're a
2: football <laughs> fan. He's honestly, my pet peeve. He's the one goes, switch yeah. it, switch it, switch it. It's oh. Like, oh, no, it, you know what he was going to do? He was going to run it into the touchline oh. and just, just get back, give possession. Of course he was going to switch
1: it. Uh, Stop I li- shouting it. I like the managers use your fingers like this. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was a bit of a mime there. So yeah, <laughs> it was. No. For all our radio viewers. Fantastic, fantastic impression. <laughs> How did did you do you know it? I wasn't? Uh, <laughs>
2: well
1: so that, well that, that,
3: that, that light, <laughs> to be fair?
1: That
2: was my Glenna-like ramp. That was ramp. Ramp the rent. Search has a ramp. <laughs>
3: anyway And on that
2: bombshell. <laughs>
0: anyway, anyway. Thank you very much for watching this Gooner fantasy TV podcast. That was a good chat, boys. Um, it if you. Up, so. Oh,
2: checking the scores.
0: Completely unnecessary. <laughs> <for laughs> <throat> We're about to film Upper Grab so you can catch the last few episodes and the most recent episode on Friday. If Sergio Boy edits it in time, will do. we will see. And transfers. And transfers. And transfers. We're going to do a transfer video now. Thank you very much for watching. Cheers.